0: This is a special edition of Women, Wine, and Leadership to bring you peace in the pandemic. Happy to have Emily with Equinox Yoga on the podcast today. At the perfect time to have Emily on the podcast as a, a master yoga instructor, um, I appreciate what a yoga instructor brings to the world. And Emily, you have a similar focus on. Um, having a mindset that embraces everybody that's collaborative and creates community. And this is a good time to do that. So I want to just ask you to just share a little bit of 411 on Emily, but what are you getting out of community during this isolation right now?
1: Wow. Well, thank you for having me on. And that is such a wonderful question to start with. And I think what I'm really taking away from community right now is the invaluable position of yoga teachers in the world Mm -hmm. to be there as pillars of strength for the communities that really need wholeheartedly just somebody to to step in and give them a virtual hug and give them some love. And I think that yoga teachers are really set up at this moment to be there for people and to offer things in a very non-biased way, just able to tap into people energetically and give them what they need to feel better in the present moment. Uh And I think that that's really what this practice is about, is tuning people back into the radical acceptance that this is what it is, so we have to still make the best out of the moment. And what yoga teachers are just so great at doing is spreading cheer, not fear, yeah. So right now, that's been my mantra as I, I head into this prolific time. Is that I want to make sure that everything coming out of my mouth to my community truly is offering them a, a place of support and love without anything else attached to it.
0: That uh, that sparks two questions. One, radical acceptance is a really great term because it, to me, it kind of throws down the gauntlet that I'm yeah. I'm not going to let the craziness of the situation. Um, affect me on the inside. You're Yeah. Um, and I'm going to borrow that. I'll quote you on it. <laughs> I think it's fantastic to, um, some of us really like the idea of being different to begin with. So radical acceptance yeah. because it's something to hang on to. But, um, you know, you're we talking about um, creating peace and in, in the, the midst of this craziness. And what are some ways that you're supporting your community online without being able to teach class?
1: Well, I am teaching class. And um, so what happened right away was I I was away at the desert. I have a house there and I live in Los Angeles and I was driving back into LA. And right as I was driving back into Los Angeles, they they shut down my class. And I realized, wow, this is not okay because there's one thing about me is that my classes in Los Angeles, no matter what time of day, are packed. And there's usually even a wait list to get in. So yeah. we're we're talking on average a good 50 people at any class. And, and this is what their day is wrapped into, is being able to come to their community to see similar faces of people who live a lifestyle that is about health and wellness. And to not have that and to have that just be locked down on them was something that I didn't feel okay with. So instead of going, okay, it is what it is, I I was like, okay, radical acceptance, I can't go there, but that doesn't mean I can't teach yoga. So I immediately stayed up till 4 a.m. figuring out an online platform, and I started hosting classes the next morning at 10 a.m. And they have been filled with the same people, if not more, Um, of of individuals from around the world coming to take my class and we're keeping our community up and even while I'm teaching these classes I'm, I'm talking about my students and I'm talking about them and and Incorporating our community in that way how we know each other within the community and the things that tie us together that sense of connection and for me what I've been really preaching about was first the why so why this is happening And in terms of that why individually, what are our own whys? Like, why do we do the things we do? Why do we have certain behaviors and habits? We've got a moment to tune into the why and get really clear. And then the second thing was clearing the static. You know, we distract ourselves so much in our lives with other things. We keep ourselves phenomenally busy in order to not deal with things. And right now, you're being asked to take this sacred pause to clear the other static out of your life. And then in clearing out the static, recognize that you're open and ready to receive. This is not a time to be broken. Yeah. And in doing so, this sacred pause is about returning to the heart. So now we've got Valuable time to really go in and listen and take all these tools from the yoga practice, or many tools like this from meditation practices, etc. These spiritual tools that allow us to return to the heart and really go in deep and figure out the true why. Amazing. You know,
0: (laughs) some people say that it's it's um, not necessary to understand why in order to get down the healing path. Sometimes acceptance doesn't require why. So how do, you, how do you navigate that when you can't answer that question?
1: Well, I, I think that that's a great question. You find the why in the navigation. I like to always say in my class, it's, it's like the yellow brick road. It's, Dorothy didn't know exactly where she was going, but she had this idea that she still wanted to get home. Yeah. And home is the heart, right? Home is within. Yeah. Home is us so you're right, we might not necessarily know the why, but the path starts to unfold once we have the inquiry. The path starts to unfold once we put the energy into the inquiry of mm-hmm. "I still want to figure it out all sure. of a sudden. all these things fall along the path that are serendipitous to the question, and I think that that's the unraveling is that yeah the why doesn't have to be goal specific the why is how did I even get to this patterning in my life in this present moment? And then seeing like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to let this path shape shift, since so many of us are being thrown off our natural path right now, and just allow the path to keep unfolding to the other why, to the the why down the road, which is the why I'm trying to get to anyways. Yeah. We're never out of whys.
0: Well, it's true. It's true. A teacher once told me, don't worry about why I focus on what do I need to learn
1: from this? Yes, absolutely. Everything is a nugget Mm -hmm. of inspiration. Um, And I've been saying that a lot in in class this week that everything right now needs to be deliberate. Our our inspiration, our purposes, our intentions with everything, let them have real meaning and focus. As opposed to 99% of our lives when we're just kind of throwing things out there. And hoping something catches and taking it for what it is it's like now's this valuable time to be leading from a place of purpose and true inspiration if you can sit with that and let it unfold yeah let it come up so it
0: sounds like your uh, your class must be including some guided meditation to allow people to really slow down the, uh, the reverberating uh, energy that's
1: kind of cycling like a hamster wheel Yes. I use meditation tools a lot in terms of movement too. I think one of the most important aspects of yoga is the sense of being able to move the body. And what we don't recognize is that We were designed in this human capacity to move so three-dimensionally in many different forms, energetically in different ways. And the yoga practice is about that expression of the body as a way to tune back in. It's literally your birthright to move. So we in society have been taught to move in just this very sagittal linear way. And I really try to use meditation in my class as a form of being able to move your body in different ways and connect to that deep proprioceptive instinct that I can actually do this. I was actually designed to do this. Because if you can see yourself do things in a totally different way than you've ever done in your entire life, all of a sudden you've tapped into a source of potential you never knew you even had. Right, and because we are filled with a vast amount of unlimited potential, yeah. that just keeps growing and growing and growing. Yeah. So what I really see in my class is that that sense of meditation in movement gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And people have these huge epiphanies that they've moved through. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow, I had no idea I could do these things in my life. I had no idea I was that person. And all of a sudden they start to transform. So I really do think that movement is a huge takeaway with meditation these days in terms of optimal healing and and growth in terms of of just inner growth. Well, that's what yoga means, to yoke breath with movement. And I I agree that
0: there's a a sequence of movements that actually starts to unlock, open the heart and provide us access to deeper understanding what's going on and deeper connection. I love your talk about being intentional. Um, I've read something about um, things to do when you 're working from home um, and shut in like this, get up, take a shower, get dressed don 't sit yeah. around in your pajamas all day <laughs> um, and I love that you 're doing yoga classes because i I showed up to yoga class, the one that I take um, on Monday, and they had shut down the yoga class. I was so disappointed. I actually taught class i said i 'm a yoga instructor, so if anyone wants to stay and just practice with me you 're welcome to do that. But I think people are so grateful that they have a place to go and a community to connect with online.
1: Yes. And I think for me, I I love what you just said, Donna, because I recently yesterday had this thought of, okay, I'm teaching to my community and that's great. And I love that. But as yoga teachers, now is such a great time to tap into other healers and providers that we know even if they're not the same as us and go, can I expose you to this audience too? I think they need you. I think that you have a place within this community. And so yesterday I started branching out to other people and saying, let's collaborate, right? The world needs all of us right now, not just me, all of us. So let's all come together and help uplift and elevate. And I love that you said that you showed up and you taught the class. It doesn't matter if you're a yoga teacher, it's about holding space for people yeah who need it and that's what the this this whole journey of life is is holding space for each other at the end of the day we are all walking each other home back to the heart oh, that's great so, you know i whoever comes on the path blessings namaste i'm so happy you came my way <laughs> yeah yeah i love that cuz i'm always
0: looking for why is this person in my path? What do I need to learn from this person? And I don't think there are any mistakes. No. And who ends up on this podcast, it's kind of interesting, even through confusion on scheduling times, sometimes I end up getting delighted to find um, a new friend every time I do this. Yeah, um, me too. You know, one of the things that uh, I'm, in addition to being a yoga teacher, what I do with 360 Life Strategies is, is helping um, people in business create whole life strategies for their success. And I really want to make sure that we touch on um, this staying up till four o'clock in the morning to figure out how to teach your class online. I know that so many teachers who are having to learn how to teach online, so many companies learning how to deliver um, education online. So how did you come up with this solution? Give us a little bit, just from a business owner perspective.
1: Great question. Uh, Well, this is something I've been dabbling in for uh, a little bit now. I I have this very busy regimented schedule in LA, and I am definitely a type A person. So for me, I will tackle as much as I can and take on anything. Mm -hmm. And I kind of think I'm invincible in that way. I can do it. (laughs) I know I can. And so I have been already getting a lot of different platforms reaching out to me about doing online stuff. And it was a little hard for me to go into that realm because it means you have to be a personality online. And I feel like I am actually an authoritative teacher in the classroom. I don't see myself as necessarily an online personality. So there there was a lot of uh, negotiation there for me in terms of am I comfortable with that? And so I've been struggling with it a bit, thinking, I really want to focus just on being a teacher and making better yoga teachers. And by better, I mean people who are just very well rounded to do many modalities. But when this happened, I thought, you know what? You just have to put yourself out there any which way. And where you feel awkward with yourself, where you struggle with that idea of taking that role to be a personality online, you got to let that go. Mm -hmm. You've got to. Take off the pressure and and just be you and your people will show up. And I got to say these last few days, I've been having the most fun organizing all of this. It's a lot of work and this is now hard because I have to go more into this administrative thing, but I see the value of being able to be online present for these people. And I see that in me just being me, it's okay. They're not judging me they're actually accepting me for showing up and giving them what I have to offer. So I kind of thought, Oh, they're going to think I'm weird. I've got this tiny little bunny who's always with me. His name is Apollo and I actually bring him to classes here in Los Angeles. But you know, I think if people are going to judge me, I've got this bunny and all these different things and, and then I did these couple of classes and people go, your bunny's the best part of the, the whole yoga class. We love seeing him hopping around in the background. And You're all not this talking
0: thing. about a stuffed animal. You're talking about a real rabbit that you bring. Yeah, with you. I'm talking
1: about this cute little bunny I have who comes with me everywhere and he's my little best friend. But I thought, oh, people are gonna think I'm so weird. I'm, I've got this little bunny and, but no, people <laughs> love it. So I think for me, this has been a leap of faith into the unknown and recognizing that where my blind spots are as a person where my dark spots are about myself actually get illuminated in this time and that's okay (laughs) that's great yeah Uh, any
0: living animal furry little friend that we can bring with us in life um just lowers the blood pressure raises the happiness in the room
1: yeah and 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 what a great takeaway for me to be able to go, hey, I'd like to see you with your pet. Send me a photo.
0: I know. Yeah, mine's asleep in the bed behind me. I'd pick him up, but he'd get he'd growl at me if I pick him up. That's so much fun.
1: It's so great to communicate with people in a different way. And guess what? I see these people in class all the time, six days a week, and yeah. I never see their pet. And all of a sudden I'm seeing them with their pet. And it's yeah. it's a new uh touchstone from the heart a new thread of the heart opening right a new exchange it's more yeah. interpersonal than even the exchange in the classroom because now i'm in your house i'm in your living room yeah and i i just think like wow i can't believe i opened up to this and just again had radical acceptance for what it was but yeah. also that they let me in in this non-judgmental way right. and they're taking the class just to be in my presence it's it's unbelievable to me. I never imagined this would happen. So I hope it keeps up even after this is done. You know, I think
0: that there are lots of, um, lots of new solutions to problems like your class being shut down that will create opportunities that didn't exist before. I'm hearing all kinds of things, positive changes that are happening because people are creating solutions to get work done online. And You're making yoga accessible to people who may not be able to get to class. I know what it's like to drive across LA. And I know what it can be like to be bummed to miss your class because it's too long of a drive. I just, I love the bigger solutions that we're getting out of this problem.
1: Yes. How many classes a day are you teaching now? Well, uh, great question. So I teach both publicly, privately, privately, and also clinically. So I see patients within different health organizations around Los Angeles as well. So I keep a very full-time schedule, which doesn't bother me at all, but I have probably about 12 public classes and then probably about eight to 10 privates and about eight to 10 patients a week too.
0: Okay, and if somebody listening to this says, hey, I want to access those, those online classes, how do they
1: reach you? They reach me through my website, which is just my name, EmilyPurgeyoga.com. Okay. That's... I'm streaming 24 hours a day.
0: <laughs> that's great. Um, I will post that in the show notes so people can um, reach you there and uh, check out your class schedule, I suppose, on your website.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I think it's a beautiful thing that you're offering, and I really hope that it provides some life-changing solutions for people right now. We need to slow down. We need to stop trying to fix and start um, just learning that openness of mind and openness of heart that helps us to navigate
1: this kind of uncertainty. Yes, I love that. Not trying to fix, but let's heal and illuminate our path a little more brighter this time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just learning how to breathe can do a whole lot of good, (laughs) isn't it true? Absolutely. The lungs are the gateway to the heart.
0: Well, I'm so happy with what you're doing, um, and I will post the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and and post this probably um, in the next few days because I think people need access to this now. I'm not going to keep to my usual schedule, and I'll go ahead and post the, the video on Facebook if you're okay with that. Yeah, perfect. I think the more people who can have access to ways to navigate this crazy health crisis, the better off we're all going to be. Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Well, thanks for making time to be on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great one. You too, sweetheart. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm glad we could provide you a little piece in the pandemic from Women, Wine, and Leadership. Tune in occasionally. We're going to be doing this again. And if you would like some meditations or to share strategies that people are using to thrive in this very uncertain and volatile time, please go to Facebook, 360 Life Strategies,
1: and you'll find us there. Take care.